Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the coolest podcast in the world. I'm your host, Cooper Hans, and you're listening to the Underground World Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Trippy Red's $30 million deal with 10K Projects, as well as Uno the Activist dissing Yeet, and finally Yeet um, rejecting Rolling Loud and why he did that. So up first, we're going to talk about Trippy Red's $30 million deal. So if you guys don't know who Trippy Red is, he's a pretty big artist um, in the rap community right now. I would say he's almost on Travis Scott's level. Uh, he's not quite there, but I would say that's like not too far-fetched to say. Anyways, Trippy Red over last week, he um, on his social media, he said that he just signed to Elliot for $30 million. And for those of you who don't know who Elliot is, he was referring to Elliot Grange, I believe it's pronounced, who is the son of the Universal Music Group CEO Chairman Lucien Grange and the founder of 10K Projects. In this comment on social media, he also mentioned that the 30 million is just the label bag and doesn't account for his profits from touring, merch, or sponsorships. So this is a crazy deal and I think it's a good topic to talk about as I don't think I've ever heard of anyone signing $30 million or a $30 million deal. Um, this is definitely the biggest in our generation, I would say. And I think it's a big deal for Trippy. Um, I definitely think he feels like he's on top of the world right now. He probably feels like God. Um, I mean, who wouldn't if you guys just signed 30 million and you still are making money from touring, merch and sponsorships. It's just a whole lot of income especially whenever you realize how much he makes from a concert appearance. Um, I don't know when he said this, but it wasn't too long ago. Uh, he said he makes 250,000 to 400,000 each show he's booked. To think that Trippy Red makes 250K to 400K in one night off one show is just, it's crazy to think about, especially when you think about like um, athletes who make 400K um for their whole year due to the deal trippy red signed as well as him saying that he makes like 400k or 250k to 400k a show i think it's gonna help um a bigger audience gravitate towards rap um whether that's artists producers um, fans i just feel like the community is gonna start growing um bigger than it is already and i think a lot of people are gonna start taking like music more serious and uh possibly running up a bag off um, their talent. I definitely think we're gonna see a lot of new artists appear out of nowhere. Um, so I'm definitely gonna be on the lookout for a lot of these new individuals coming into the rap scene. So I'm definitely gonna keep a lookout for any new um, individuals, artists, producers who are coming into the rap scene in 2022 and moving on. When Trippy Red came into the rap community back in like 2018, he was seen as um, seen as like a joke as well as being famous dex's cousin if you guys didn't know because he actually is um so he kind of like had these uh, opinions that tarnished his name a little bit and like stunted his growth um if i would say so myself but i think with this deal as well as like his numbers on streams his numbers from um venues uh merch like literally all of his numbers in general i think he has proven himself to be a hot rapper, which is very good for Trippy Red considering that he had a hard past um, whenever he was trying to grow back in 2018. He kind of had like a rough patch 
um, for all of you guys who don't know about it. But yeah, it's definitely good to see Trippy Red in a good position now, heading in a great direction. Um, I definitely am a fan of Trippy Red. Uh, I'm not too big of a fan of the Love Letter series or the Love Letter albums. Uh, I feel like it's kind of been dragged on way too long. He definitely could have stopped after the second and we would have been fine. Like, I don't think anyone's fiending for a love letter to you five, which he is promising after he signed this $30 million deal. Um, obviously, he feels like he's on top of the world. So he's thinking, yeah, let me drop this track. It's probably going to go viral, platinum, whatever. But um, who knows? I, I'm honestly not sure how many streams or sales he's going to get first week whenever he drops um, a love letter to you five. I'm not sure if like the fan base is there for a fifth album um it, it kind of reminds me of like the scary movie series um where they have like seven scary movies they could have definitely stopped at like three so I, I definitely think it's been dragged on too much but i don't know let me know if you guys are um excited to hear a love letter to you five uh let me know your guys's thoughts on it as well also, I'd like to know your guys' thoughts on the $30 million deal. Do you think this was good for Trippy Red? Um, of course I do. Um, do you guys think he's going to finesse the label? Like, uh, I think it was Uno the Activist back in 2018. But uh, I could be wrong. It could have been like ASAP Rocky. But some artists back in 2018, um, I need to find my sources inside them. But some artists back in 2018 got like a... I want to say it was like a $10 million deal, something crazy back then, like a big number. And they finessed, um, <laughs> they finessed the record deal. Uh, cause it was like a, it wasn't like a contract that's locked in. It was like, it was kind of like trippy reds contract where he's able to still make money from tours and all this. But the artist back in 2018, whoever it was, I believe they finessed the record deal. Um, they made so much money off their tour and shit. And they pretty much didn't proceed with dropping what they promised with the record. So the record definitely got screwed. The artist still got paid um, as well as their money from merch and everything else, just like Trippy can. So uh, that's my little hot take on the $30 million deal. And I was wondering, uh, you guys think this is a good thing for trippy red or if you think it's gonna lead to his fall off or um if he's gonna scam the record deal up next we're gonna talk about uno the activist and his diss towards yeet um you guys obviously know who yeet is if you guys have heard my past um episodes or if you guys are even like somewhat there in the music um industry or music community you guys probably have heard of yeet as he is blowing out of the water right now he's probably one of the biggest artists at this moment in time anyways uno the activist um got dissed back in i want to say it was 2020 by yeet on a song that yeet remixed from playboy cardi called punk monk in that song there's a line that says um i would hate to fall off and be like uno the activist or some it's like along those lines it's very close if i didn't hit it to the t right there anyways he said that and uno back then didn't really respond as yeet was so small in 2020 um he didn't really grow until a month or two ago or maybe three months ago but uno decided not to respond um 
uh, because he really wouldn't get any clout off of it. Um, and clout seems to be very big in the rap community as everyone wants to be the hottest or the biggest next thing. Or even in general, in any community, I feel like people are obsessed with clout. So back then, Uno decided, hey, I'm not gonna diss this man, he's too small. Uno was actually bigger than Yeet at the time. So it was a good, definitely a good play by Uno to not really put Yeet on or give him the spotlight. So I see why he didn't do that. But um, now that Yeet is blowing up and taking off, uh, Uno the activist actually dissed him, which is very smart in my opinion. Um, it's like free clout token. So yeah, Uno is definitely after the clout in this scenario. In Uno's diss, he pretty much uh, addresses the comments that Yeet made back in 2020 in his uh, Punk Monk remix, as well as um, some of the beef that Yeet's had with like with Autumn, who is a previous member of Slay World um, and actually the creator of it. So Uno decides I'm gonna take some jabs, get some clout, and he pretty much addresses, like I said, the whole. Um, uno fell off but instead he put a flip on it he said i fell off i would hate to be you talking about yeet which is like it's kind of funny considering that now yeet is bigger than uno so it's like i mean uno could be right he could be predicting yeet's future especially if he doesn't find like a new sound um he could become very overplayed and become very dull in my opinion if he doesn't create like a new sound like any rapper would become old if they just kept making the same old sounds, same old instrumentals, whatever. But yeah, I think it's kind of funny that Uno said, I would hate to be you. Um, I, I'm guessing he thinks that Yeet's gonna fall off here soon. Um, who knows though? Also, Uno went on live and his fans were commenting that Yeet um, reacted to his diss on Portrayal and uh which is the song of uno's diss or that's the name of the song and pretty much his fans were in the comments of his live just you know trolling saying uh yeet dissed you whatever um yeet mentioned you and uno kind of flipped the script and said you know i don't i don't know this man it's like i don't i heard someone's making a song about me or a diss about me but i don't know you it's it's like what and so when Uno said that, I was so confused. It's like, dude, you literally dissed Yeet. And now you're saying you don't know him. But yeah, pretty much Uno was like, I don't know you. Which is very funny to think about, especially whenever Uno dissed him. Like, I think it was a week prior to this live. So, uh, <laughs> it's not really adding up on Uno's part. I'm, I'm guessing he just didn't want to... I don't know, address Yeet anymore. I, maybe he's scared of Yeet's fans. Maybe he's scared of getting um, canceled by Yeet's fans. Who knows? Or maybe he just didn't want to mention Yeet's name. Um, as I've seen multiple rappers have beef and they don't mention the opposition or the opposite rapper they're beefing with. So, I mean, it could have been anything. Uh, I, I just found it pretty funny that Uno was like, yeah, I don't know this guy. <laughs> After dissing him, it's like, dude, come on. You obviously know who Yeet is. I also think um, Uno actually wanted Yeet on his Unoverse 3, I think it was called. So it's like Universe, but it's like Unoverse 3. And it was his third album. And I believe he actually wanted Yeet on that album. And then that's when all the beef started. So that was like, what, 
2020. Yeah, I think that's when all the beef started and Yeet declined the offer, or whatever, to be on his album. Because, um, you know, just because he, I guess, Yeet thought Uno was going to fall off. And that's why I hit him with the little jab about Uno's falling off. But anyways, that's pretty much the Uno activist diss on Yeet. Um, what do you guys think about it? Do you guys think Uno's in the wrong? Do you think Uno's in the right? Um, do you think Yeet's going to fall off like Uno said? Also, do you think Uno's gonna get any clout from this as Heat is bigger than him now? Do you think it was a smart play? Uh, I guess just let me know what you guys think on this topic. But yeah, moving on to the third and final topic of today's show, which is Yeet rejecting Rolling Loud. So so give me a second as I pull up the Rolling Loud uh, list. There's a whole bunch of rappers going. As you know, Rolling Loud is like one of the biggest um, rap events, I would say, or music festivals is a better term for it. Um, here we go. So rolling wild this year is taking place in Miami. Uh, I think it took place in Miami last year. Um, I'm not really sure if it takes place in Miami every year. I feel kind of, a uh, kind of stupid for saying that. I think it does though, but it, I don't know. I feel like it's taken place or took place in New York before. I could be wrong. Um, anyways, the tickets are, um, I think the lowest is like 329 for general admission. And then like general admission plus is like 529. And then you got VIP 899, not 899, it's $899. And then you got the VIP Munchie, which I, I'm guessing you get to be meet the rappers i'm not really sure or at least you get to meet some of the rappers i'm not too sure about it but that is 1300 which is insane anyways the rolling loud lineup for this year uh it's looking pretty interesting but i was honestly shocked when i saw that yeet was not on the lineup especially when you have like his homie can can on the lineup as well as ken carson who we have seen um yeet do a song with on his most recent album uh, you also got like Destroy Lonely, um, just, you know, some of these smaller artists that Yeet is cool with and associates with. Um, so it was definitely interesting to see him not on the list. And so I, I decided to do some research and figure out why he didn't make it or why he's not going. And apparently like Can Can, Destroy Lonely, Ken Carson, they're only going to make $10,000, which I mean, hey, 10,000 for a show, I would definitely be down. I'd just go out there, rock out for 30 minutes, get my 10K, get my bag and leave. But I guess Yeet is focused on the bigger bag, unlike some of these other artists that he associates with and decided to turn down um, Rolling Loud, which was a big shock, like I said. Um, he said he's focusing on like just smaller shows and tickets. So he just wants to sell out um, some venues. And I, I think he's trying to make like 200K a show like Trippy. I don't think he's trying to go for the low ball, which I mean, I said I would take 10K, but like, do I really think 10K is worth it for Yeet? No, I think he deserves at least, I think he deserves like 50 to 75K if I'm going to be completely honest. If not, it should be at least 100K. But uh, I feel like that might be a little far-fetched. Um, I also saw that um, one of the managers at Rolling Loud or someone who like manages the whole festival or plays a pretty big role tweeted out saying um, 
they are happy to have Yeet um, on the lineup if he changes his mind before the event. So I don't know if he's going to change his mind. I kind of think he's stuck on his ways. And <clears throat> I think he's going to, you know, like I said, try selling out not even smaller venues. Because like the LA show that he tried having that I talked about in my last podcast um, sold out. There was a ride in LA. Um, it was huge. Like the line was down this whole strip in LA. I don't even know what the street is called, but he ended up getting the whole venue shut down. Yeet couldn't even perform. His fans went absolutely nuts. So yeah, I think now that Yeet realizes how big his fan base is and how much power they actually hold, um, I don't think he's going to take the low ball of 10k. Maybe if they up it to 50k, he might take it because like, bro, if you're not about to make 50,000 if you turn down a 50,000 like deal for 30 minutes, what are you doing? Like you're obviously not trying to make money, but who knows? Maybe he makes 50,000 just in his free time sitting there for 30 minutes at his crib in Calabasas. Who knows? I mean, we don't know what Yeet's on. We don't know what he's doing in his free time. Um, I would assume he's probably producing songs or just, you know, creating new music, um, which definitely can make him more money than 50 K if, uh, when he drops it but in the moment though i think i would take up 50k if they offered it but i don't know let me know what you guys think do you think he's uh stupid for turning i don't even want to use the word stupid uh, do you think he's like selfish for turning down this offer or do you think this was a good play by you do you think um he's not selling himself short from uh what he could potentially reach uh i guess just let me know what you guys think um but yeah, that pretty much wraps up all three topics in today's show. Like always, I hope you guys all enjoyed the show and were able to take um, some information away from today's episode and, you know, just further your knowledge on the underground rap community. But yeah, that's pretty much it um, for my fifth episode, which is coming out next week. I'm still working on the Reddit page, like I mentioned in episode three. If you guys didn't listen to episode three, definitely listen to it. Um towards the end i talk about you know future ideas with um questions polls whatever but i mentioned reddit as i'm working on creating a reddit um sub page i guess is what it's called and creating like a little community where you guys can ask me questions and i can answer them on shows or you guys can just um give me topics to talk about that you guys want to hear um, I'm totally up for the idea and I'm still working on it. Also, a little update if you guys want to hear um, an interview with Bravo Hunnids, um, I think I could definitely make that possible. I'm not sure if it's going to be um, soon, but if you guys definitely want to hear something like that, I could definitely work it out. I could either get them on a Zoom call and record the Zoom. Or, of course, I could do like an actual in-person whenever I link up with them. But um, let me know if you guys like that idea and what topics you guys would want me to cover in that interview as well as you know just questions you guys have for bravo and his um career but with all that being said that pretty much wraps up everything i wanted to cover on today's show um if you guys have any questions uh and the reddit page is not up yet by the end of this recording then feel free to email me uh, my email is cbhance01 at gmail.com that is c-b-h-a-n-c-e one at gmail.com or zero one my bad but yeah thank you guys for tuning in once again to the coolest podcast in the world 
I'm your host, Cooper Hans. I'll catch you guys next time.